Welcome to Good Music with Good People. I'm your host, Lucas McLean, here to help your Mondays suck a little less. Back with a vengeance and a little more experience, it's the podcast Good Music with Good People, and I'm joined by my guest, Mr. Colby Kerrigan. Say what's up, man. Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? This is another one of my best friends, proud to call him that. How did we meet? Uh, wow. Taking it way back. What was it? Four years ago? Yeah, man, it had to be. No, you know what? I think it was about two years ago, actually. <laughs> two? No, it was We've known of each other unofficially for, like, four years at least, uh, due to the common connection that is you, Mr. Thought, Alex Rockola from last yeah. week. Yeah. Shout out to Alex. Yeah, I think you I think you knew me before I knew you. Or right, like, I knew of you before, before like, knew you knew you. me, but we officially met at um, a bonfire thrown by Mr. Alex oh Rockola. Oh, my gosh, yeah. man, that was for ever ago yeah dude that was a fun dude, time yeah that was awesome so that was actually i think dude there was a lot of first things for me there um i think I remember busting your butt on a chair oh you my remember gosh that? man that was that was some funny dude, stuff man. Yeah, yeah yeah so funny story is okay so we were all hanging out by the fire and uh who whipped to get someone brought out a guitar uh, it was, it was probably me? alex it yeah, had to it be alex. alex yeah yeah so someone so alex must have brought out a guitar and we were all playing and passing the guitar around, and um, we had these. It was it was like these old beat up like what plastic chairs. Yeah. And I remember just leaning back in one, yeah. and I was kind of like on a divot in the ground, like <laughs> on the descend. Um, so I was already like uneven as it was, and I just remember like going to try. I don't even remember what it was. I think I just leaned back a tiny bit. I don't think it matters. Like I think those chairs have been through like <laughs> the legs just snapped off from behind. No, dude, it wasn't just the legs. Like remember, like the plies in the like where your butt Every, goes, just, like fell. Just everything was just completely, completely broken. Yeah, that joke will make you feel fat, but honestly, man, like those chairs must have been through like a thousand rains and a yeah, thousand other bonfires. Yeah. Do you remember actually like what I guess sparked off the friendship? I remember I was wearing an August Burns red shirt uh, really? that night, and I like took my sweatshirt off okay. to hand it to the lady friend that I was with that night. And when I took it off, um, <laughs> bro, is that an August Burns red shirt? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It was like, dude, we're friends now. And so then we embraced. Cool. True love's embrace. Yeah, that's man. awesome. Yeah, music, man. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Um, yeah, August Burns red, man. I've loved them since I was 10 years old. So Speaking of metal music, this man here is in a little band called End the Empire. He's also a model. So, yeah, man, Thanks. tell us tell us a little bit about those like awesome things that are going on in your life. So, well, you know what? I, I don't even I don't even know. I, everything is happening so quickly uh, these days. And um, the funny thing about it, man, was that you know, thoughts I, I've always lived by the 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 saying that thoughts become things. And yeah. you know, ever since I was younger, um, started with who I don't even know my my influences being like red jumpsuit apparatus back in high school days and you know made a parade and the main and all them like Medina Lake just getting into music and um so the music started back when I was super young and uh I just kind of capitalized on it throughout the years been in bands and um and just took off from there so I've been in my fair share of bands for sure just trying to you know live on the come up if you will absolutely um, so yeah, that's how the, the the band stuff started. And then as far as the modeling, um, the modeling don't let that make you think I'm like <laughs> LA next top model type hey, deal. It's just I a, kind of disagree, a, man. No, I mean well, it's hard I it's hard to just sit across from you right now. I gotta be honest. Oh well, th- thanks, man. Um, but uh, but yeah, anyways, I mean the modeling thing, it, it's fun for sure. It's fun. It's cool to be signed. But uh, honestly, um, I think that the music is is definitely definitely something that's in the forefront. And uh, the modeling has. 
I don't know, maybe taking a back seat for right this second. It's definitely fun, but it's yeah. taking a back seat. Absolutely, man. And you know what? It's it's really refreshing to to see somebody with such a, a great passion for music. Mm. Which which brings me to my next question. And it may sound a little bit I don't know, I guess cliche, but I've honestly always wanted to ask you this. Okay. What do you think it is that has always made you love music so much? Uh, honestly, that is a great question, first of all, so thank you for asking. Um, but I would probably say feeling. Um, the reason why is because everything comes down to feeling. And music, I feel like, is the perfect uh, manipulation of feeling. It, it just Music has the biggest ability to me at least in my opinion to to make me move and to make me be able to you know bring my mind to somewhere that i i wouldn't be able to just without music if you will um that's such a good question absolutely man and you know what that makes me think of that cliche phrase that no matter what you're going through no matter who's in your life you know music is Mm -hmm. there right it's there to celebrate with you when you're Mm -hmm. sad it's there to help you feel those emotions exactly. so i have yeah, to right. agree with you you know as a kid you know even just going through the dramas of what we thought was drama at the time you know in our mm-hmm. small world right, just right. just the smallest thing you could always go and, and have music to to help you through that so sure. i completely agree yeah yeah exactly and it's like um like you said uh, it's just pe- people people write music on behalf of their experiences you know all the time and i'm learning to to write about my you know whether it's life traumatic or whether it's ecstasy like wh- whether whatever kind of feeling I'm going through it doesn't always have to be depressing um, right. even though even though in the last couple of months my life has prominently you know been depressing and that's you know that's just because of my my own mind and my thoughts um, but as far as you know as far as feeling I I tend to I tend to turn to music for that purpose. You know, it, it's there's there's a there's a song for every single feeling, oh, every single emotion. Um, you you being one of the biggest catalysts to that in my experience. You know, like you're always you're always listening to music. You oh know, man, every, every single something. time you come over, yeah. it's whether whether it's Manchester Orchestra, whether it's uh, Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, whether it's it doesn't or August Burns Red, like. You're always listening to music, and I feel like everybody's always listening to music, no matter what it is. You know, yeah. that's that's crazy that you said that. Music really is like one of the biggest catalysts that we that we have in this world, and mm. and it's it's nuts that it doesn't get more respect. It's it's almost weird because you know with with Spotify and and with everything coming out, you know, music has become less and less, I guess, respected as an art form. Like it's it's almost become like something that people think is a like an essential which yeah. I agree that it is but it's like well, it's, that it's, it's a commodity that, that right. doesn't need to be appreciated because people feel like they they like deserve exactly. it does it's, that make sense I feel like the word for that is just disposable right yeah it's, it's at their disposal like people people just use the music and for me I mean I'm guilty of it too um, just oh, because I, I we have we too. have the luxury of being able to just you know get on our smartphones and uh, look up any artist we want and listen to the whole album for free pretty much you know I I have the premium so I pay what is it ten bucks a month yeah now? ten bucks a month I have the um, same thing you know? right but I mean f- 10, 15 years ago we would have had to buy the whole record absolutely just to listen to the one song um, and that's that's kind of where the the artists made the money and then but now it's it's changed dramatically to where you know you can you can do like I said you have the luxury to go and listen to the Spotify mm-hmm. um, and listen to everything that you want. But uh, as far as, 
as far as music man it's just music has absolutely been my my kryptonite my saving grace i i literally i've i haven't had the hardest life and i have haven't had the easiest life i won't mm-hmm. say i won't sit here and tell you that i've you know been through hell you know i mean i've definitely been through some things in my life but um music has always been there music has always been there whether i'm writing it or whether i'm listening to it so absolutely it's definitely it's always inspiring me and uh influencing me yeah and you know what that's actually why i created this podcast because you know the only thing that's been there for me more than my friends i.e. you and several several of the other people that will eventually be on this mm-hmm. podcast is music and I right. you know nothing makes me happier in this world than talking about music with my friends right. like I remember one night we sat down with Alex who was on last week's episode if you haven't heard that yet shameless plug go check it out <laughs> but we were uh, sitting outside on the on his porch and just listening to songs and like literally we would ask questions like okay if you could choose one song that you'd wish you'd written it. Oh, I remember what would it this. Be? And, I then, remember and then we'd each play the song, you know? Oh, like we'd well, each play... Yeah. Do you remember what yours was? What was I yours? I do. It was... Um, I don't remember what mine was. It was... Um, oh, I do. I do remember what mine was. It was a Mumford & Sons song. I believe it's called... Um, it was, I don't know. It was on the deluxe edition of, of Babel. It was the last one. Really? Dude. I oh, it's called Where Have You Been? Oh, okay. Um, where, no, 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 no. Where Are You Now by okay. uh, Mumford & Sons. But... Talking about Spotify kind of taking over the record sales industry, mm-hmm. it's funny because now the primary way that bands make their money is through live shows, right? Which and is merch, why if you've yeah, that's funny. That's what I was about to say. If you've ever complained about going to a show, and like man, why is a freaking T-shirt thirty bucks? The reason is is because they have to make their money somehow. <laughs> we got to get and, to the next venue, right? Exactly, <laughs> and we got to pay for gas to get there. <laughs> Which brings me to my next question. Actually, you guys played you being in the Empire played a live show on Friday. Tell me about that, man. Yeah, so. It was incredible. It was actually, um, it was quite nerve-wracking for me. Um, I've been in the local scene for a couple years now, about four or five years, and we've played a bunch of shows, and this one was a little bit different because I had just signed on uh, to the the End the the Empire. Yeah, new vocalist, Fresh Blood. So yeah, yeah, they they actually, um, they got me to come out into the band, and uh, and, uh, so I learned the stuff. It took me probably a good month and a half um, altogether, just because I feel like it would have taken me a little bit shorter amount of time uh, to learn it. Hadn't we been? We're recording an EP right now as well. Um, I think we're doing a six-song EP right now. Yeah, so you've got all kinds of things going on at yeah, once. You got to learn the new material. You got to write right. new stuff. And so, and, and then we have an album coming out right after that as well um, for our record label. It's part of our deal. It's amazing. So we, um, yeah, it's just it's like seventeen or eighteen songs that we have to pump out before before the end of the year. And uh, so the reason why I feel like I was a little bit nerve nervous yesterday, excuse me, is um, it was just I felt like I just had such big shoes to fill, and and I don't mean I don't mean you know filling the shoes of the ex vocalist. I feel like I just had to I had to come out and with a huge bang, you know, and I, I feel like I did that. Um, I was able to talk to the vocalists to the two touring bands that were there last night. Uh, they came up to me individually and, and said dude like great set you you, you guys were awesome yeah, and uh yeah so that was that was a pretty surreal moment just because i didn't expect that you know and uh just before we went on stage i kind of was just like oh my gosh 
You know, I was like, oh, it's yeah. always it's always the anticipation of going on stage is the worst. Oh yeah. But once you get on stage, it's like it's second nature. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Any, you become a different person. Yeah. Anything like that, that you love doing, like I used to play baseball all my life. Grew up born born, born and raised on baseball. Go Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> Red Sox. No. <laughs> um. So <laughs> so I was yeah born and raised baseball, and uh, it it literally was everything I knew. I eat, slept, and drank baseball, like that, that cliche saying. Mm-hmm. And um, ever since I gave up baseball, it was just, you know, music was always on the side. You know, music was always prominently in my life when I wasn't playing baseball. Yeah. And um, Yeah, well, whatever that big passion is, you know, right. everything else becomes sad. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So since I'm not playing baseball anymore, music kind of took took over. And Absolutely. it's just, it's awesome, man. I think you made the so right cool. choice. Although baseball yeah. is the best sport ever, and I right. fight anybody I that agree. says otherwise. Yeah, yeah, you got two. One person that agrees with you for sure. There we go. There we go. You mentioned something about, you know, feeling a little overwhelmed with everything going on within the empire. I want to ask you, what does it feel like to come in and be the new guy in the band? You know what I mean? Especially yeah. with the, with the position as big as a, as a vocalist, I'm not trying to downplay anybody that comes in and replaces a drummer mm-hmm. or a guitarist or anything like that, or any part of the band, but being the vocalist, you know, you're, you're somewhat the face of the band. I heard once that, you know, when people when people go to shows, the person that they imagine themselves to be is the vocalist. So you wow. kind of are the the face of the band. So what does it feel like to have to come in and say, okay, I'm not only not only am I adjusting to these people, this band that has known this other person for so long, but I'm also taking on the, in a way, the identity of yeah, the yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so I feel, well, first things first. I feel like. Uh, the the emotion that I felt was definitely embraced. The guys welcomed me warm warmly before I even actually joined the band. So basically, a little a little origin of how I joined and the Empire was. Yeah. Um. So my my good buddy and still good buddy now, Josh uh, Josh Agron from uh, from the last band I was in, from Identities. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 kind of started that together, and I was the vocalist of that. And uh, I, I was I was in that band, and we were actually recording our EP. Um, at the time that M- uh, and the Empire was, you know, kind of kind of in my ear at the time. Mm-hmm. They were they were always no uh, pun intended. Yeah, literally. So they were they were always kind of trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, oh, can you come you know, check well, us out? They just they 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 had they had been through vocalists, multiple vocalists, just mm-hmm. trying to find out you know their sound and who who they Absolutely. wanted to fill the shoes and who they wanted to be there full time. They had gone through so many temps, I guess, and uh, they just couldn't find one that they actually wanted to sustain the band. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know if that's that was it, or I don't know if they quit. Like everybody, you know, the vocalists that were, would fill in quit or whatever it was. Uh, so they, ever since ever since I um, I left the band, question our captains back about four years ago. And that was your first band. That was my first. First real band, okay. Yeah, yeah. First real so the band first one that went here. farther than maybe like somebody's like bonus room or garage. Yeah, or yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so when I was in Question Our Captains about four years ago, um, bass player Robbie, he actually was in that band as well. Once everybody left Question Our Captains, Robbie joined and the Empire. Okay. And I didn't I, even know this. That's awesome. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I moved back home to Connecticut to go live with my father. Um, at the time, and I just kind of got out of the music scene. I was just going through a really rough time. Uh, I had just broken up with with a girlfriend of mine of seven years, and my head was just kind of 
you know, my life was in shambles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, that that was when the depression and the anxiety was real, and yeah. uh, I, I kind of I couldn't even couldn't even write, let alone mm. like I couldn't even mm. eat, let alone write, right? Yeah. And so so the dynamics were a little bit different, and the situation was a little bit different. But while I'm in Connecticut, I just realized it wasn't. I didn't want to be in Connecticut. I didn't need to be in Connecticut, and I just shouldn't have been there. It was just not a good situation for me. So, right. um, so about six months later, I came down, came back down, and uh, my buddy Josh said that he was starting up a new band called. Uh, at, at the time, it didn't even have a name, and we just went and jammed. And he uh, obviously was my good friend at the time, and he wanted me to do vocals. So I didn't even have to try out or anything. It was just, it was yeah, like, like you're, you're the vocalist. In, if you if you want to be shoot. if you yeah if you want the position, the position's yours. Mm-hmm. And so we hit the ground running, and uh, we came out with an EP, and um, that actually never got released. It hasn't gotten released yet. I think they're gonna release it though. I haven't spoken to them uh, lately about it, but I think that they might be coming out with it. Awesome. So I'll, uh, if they do, I'll be able to plug you guys on that. But, absolutely, um, absolutely. Check out the band from Identities. Support music. If there's yeah. one thing that I really wanna, they're good guys. I love them. Yeah, and like I was saying, if there's one thing that I really want to encourage with this with this podcast, and, and especially with the people that I bring on and the music that we do talk about, support music. Although we all need music, and I believe that, and it has come to be viewed as somewhat disposable, I want to change that and, and you know, kind of shine a light on the effort that does go into, into mm. making this art form. So yeah, go mm. support From Identities, right. and please go support In the Empire. Thank you. Because they're a man. great band, especially this vocalist right here. <laughs> and this vocalist kicks some butt. Let me tell you something. You making me blush, dude. I'm, Thank you very I'm much. I'm so um, glad that I'm making you blush. <laughs> like I said, it's just hard to sit across from you, man. I'm right next to you for that. Oh my gosh, so, Lucas, you're good man. Dude. So, speaking of things that make you blush, if you've heard any strange noises in the background up to this point <laughs> in the podcast, that is our furry, lovable friend, Colby's dog. The Mavster, Maverick man, <laughs> aka Maverick, yeah, Mavster. He's a he's a Rhodesian Ridgeback, um, red nose pit mix. He's about four and a half months old, so he's my little, a little guy. He keeps me busy for sure. Keeps me busy. Oh yeah, hey, buddy. And you know what? It's 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 so crazy to think like to see you like interact with him and and just the way that you love him because I think, I think the way an individual interacts with their pet kind of shows who they are, like huh. their their nature. And I've seen you like literally attach to yourself, <laughs> attach yourself to this dog, and it's awesome. Yeah, um, dude. In thank fact, you, you were so telling much. me, yeah, you were telling me that you wanted to take him on tour with you guys. In yeah. The Empire. If in yeah. the Empire doesn't know, didn't know this, they do now. So yeah, well, there's well, the news, guys. Well, first, well, first of all, thank you so much for noticing that the love that I have for this little guy. He is the little light of my life. Um, it's always, I don't know, man. I'm such a huge animal lover. I love dogs. And uh, it was funny how I got him. I actually, if I could tell the story really oh, dude, quickly, if you dude, don't mind, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went to, um, line, yeah. So I went to, I went to pay my car insurance actually one day. Did you say fifteen <laughs> percent? No, I don't have Geico. That'd be sweet though. We are not sponsored by Geico. <laughs> yeah, this is not there. a plug. So um, I went to pay my car insurance one day, and it was about noon. I should have known this. It was kind of maybe a little stupid of me to go at this time, but I went around noon, and uh, I went to walk in, and I grabbed the door and realized it was locked. And I look at the door, and it said that they would be back at, I think it was like 1 or one thirty. So I was like, oh, crap, what am I going to do now? <laughs> I, I'm in Cherrydale. Like, I don't, I don't live here anymore. I don't know what to mm-hmm. do. I'm not going to, you know, it's not enough time to drive downtown and, like, go hang out and do anything. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that the the animal uh, Greenville County Animal Care 
was pretty much right right next door. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go and look at some puppies. And, yeah, uh, like what should, else should you do with the time? Honestly, if you have any spare time, go the look worst at idea ever. <laughs> I mean, it was a the, the, he's such a little blessing, you know. Actually, in turn. Oh, see, so he's the, growling. He's mad. He's like, <laughs> the, what are you talking about? I'm the worst idea. But look yeah. at that. He's getting angry, man. That was the, the best idea. What's up, buddy? It was yeah. actually turned out to be the best idea. But, yeah, so while I'm waiting for my insurance company to open back up, I'm purchasing a puppy. <laughs> Literally. I mean, that's a full day. I had no clue. I, I knew that I was eventually going to do it. I was getting ready to um, financially. And I think I might have pulled the plug a little bit too soon, especially because he had – uh, some vet bills that were following, like right when I got him, he he got sick. Um, oh, I think he yeah. it was just um, I think it was just um, residual from from being in the uh, in the pound with other dogs. He got like a kennel cough. Yeah, and they actually thought that it might have been pneumonia, so they gave him a bunch of antibiotics, and it was a good three hundred dollars. Yeah, so. and that was a, that was a scary time too because I remember how happy you were when you got him, and then finding out that he was so sick. You know? Yeah, he was he was definitely sick, but he. Um, He's, he's a lot better now, and he's running around playing. Just He's perfect, man. He's such a robot. He's a good boy, and all he wants to do is play. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's how that's how we got him. That's how the little mapster is here. And her guys are bunny eat your heart out, man. Yeah, he's been, he's been nothing but a little blessing so far, so I'm so thankful. So thankful awesome. to have him. I'm excited. I hope you guys end up taking him on tour, and then you can be like – <laughs> Sublime, remember the lead singer yeah, Sublime yeah, always I had do. Louie Dog with him, you know, chilling yeah. on stage. It's it's tough though because I I talked to the guys about bringing him on tour and um, I think that I think because we have a 13 day run in October and then we have another 13 day run in December um, and then but we also do have other bands kind of in our ear talking about doing runs with them in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know I don't know if a 13 day run is going to be something that's suitable. For, for Maverick because think about it like we if it's if, if we're going on tour there's going to be five dudes five dudes who are actually in the band mm-hmm. and then we're going to have our, our tech guy um, that's six and then you got to have those and random then, two dudes that well, are just there yeah we have to have our photographer as well for, for social media purposes and whatnot so oh, that's yeah. seven dudes and we don't bring anybody else so like yeah. while we're on stage everybody's on stage you know what I'm yeah. saying it's not just it's not just us us five members to where I can just you know, ask one of our, you know, our tech guy or whatever to just watch Maverick while we're on stage. It's not like that. Yeah. Like, everybody's on stage. So, um, my only option would be to just leave him in the van. You know, yeah, and that I would just kind of suck. I don't, don't want to do that for sure. So, I, as much as it rips my heart out um, on these long tours, I might just have to have to leave him at home. But, I mean, yeah. he, he would have a perfect – he'd have a perfect situation um, if I left him at home. Like, I would just probably just drop him off at my sister's house. She yeah. has a um, – she has a, a pretty good fenced-in backyard, and yeah. she has two uh, two two boxers. Yeah, so he'd have some that friends. That's cool. You yeah. know, I read somewhere actually, and this this could be completely untrue, but I read somewhere that that dogs have like a, a short-term memory. So, like when you leave for an extended period of time and you come back, they don't remember how long you've been gone. So they don't, you know, oh. You've been gone for so long. I don't like you anymore. But when they see you, they immediately remember you and they oh, love so, you. So, so they, it's like they can't show remorse, right? Exactly. They can't. They can't. They can't be like spiteful. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna give you the like pissed thing. off that, yeah. that yeah, yeah. That, that, Daddy, you left me for for two weeks, yeah, two and a half just, weeks. Like I'm mad at you. Yeah, he's just gonna like see you and then just be super pumped. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, you, well, it's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be tough. You mentioned that you had several bands approaching you for tours. So that leads me to a question that I want to ask you. If you could pick out the perfect lineup to go on tour with, 
Who would it be and why? All right. So I love that you asked me this question. Thank you, first of all. Um, okay. I have to ask a question back. I have to counter it with a question. Oh, are you going to are you gonna politics me? No, 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 no. Answer a question so, by the so question? are these big, big name bands? Like, like Not necessarily. Like, no. bands or, or just any band that I would want yeah, to go Yeah, any band that How you many would want bands? to go out with. Um, so let's say the average band maybe has, like big band has three bands open for them. Okay. So, so let's so say four bands total. Yeah. Let's say. All right. So the headliner, are we headlining? No, no. Yeah. You're headlining. Okay. So, we're headlining. So I would Holy say, cow. okay, we'll, we'll say four bands. We'll say okay. it's a big show. We'll say four opening bands. All right. So if we're headlining, um, I would love for us to go out with, I would definitely pick issues. Oh man, issues. Issues like I want to play with them within the next year. So if you guys hear this podcast, help us make that happen. Uh, so I would I would pick issues, and then um, I think I think I would also pick the color morale. Yeah, man. Because the dynamics in their band, uh, they're they're very, they're very, their choruses are very poppy, and uh, but they also have some pretty heavy stuff as well, and that's similar to us. And uh, issues is just incredible. I mean, oh, you yeah. can't you can't even. Oh. There's no words. Maverick <laughs> <Africa>, agrees. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, so so I would do probably the color morale issues, and then my my third band. Who would I do as my third band? Um, I would probably. I don't know. There's there's so many that's going through my mind right now, but I I think that because I've loved this band for so long, and they've always been such a staple. And I've seen them so many times. I'd probably pick like Moss the Flames. Okay. Um, okay. Chris Roder, man, the vocalist. He's just you can't. His energy is nuts. Yeah, you know what? It's funny that you say that. And it's this isn't me talking junk on the band or putting them down. They're a great band. Their vocalist is great. But I think when I saw them, I saw them open for Chelsea Grant and The Word Alive. Okay. And I don't know if it was maybe just the the mic that he had or the mm-hmm. mixing. But his vocals just weren't coming through. And I, I really do think it was the mic. You know, I've heard other live performances where he just killed it. It was really? just nasty. But the the show that I saw him at, you know, it was like I could hear him, but it just, right, Maverick, exactly. But it just, it wasn't, it wasn't quite there. You know what I mean? Huh. Um, but yeah, Like Moms to Flames is a great band. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely take them out for sure. I've, I've, I think I've seen them. I actually saw them at the Fish and Game Club back in Connecticut. Um, what was it? I think it was, uh, I forgot what it is. Patch Hog, Connecticut <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Hold on, let me stop. What? There's an actual place called Patch Hog, yeah, Connecticut? Patch Hog. What is Patch that Hog even? Pond, like all that. Yeah, it's a, it's a place. Um, it's a real place. I used to actually have baseball practice there. It was like this huge field. But uh, Dude, I think that, that was like that Patch sounds Hog like a dang episode of like uh, the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> what, what was the plot? Well, Opie went and played baseball. In Dude, Patch Hog. Dude, that's like, so funny. My best friend growing up was Opie. What? Oh yeah, my god! My best friend. You lived in Mayberry, bro. What Dude, literally my best friend growing up. So so it was it was Opie and I, and we were like, I was the second baseman, and he was the shortstop, and <laughs> we we were literally the the dynamic duo. Like, it was so crazy. So, yeah, Patchog and Opie. Like, Opie That's was, amazing. He was, he was my best friend. And still is till this day. So, shout out to you, Opie, if you're listening to this. That is amazing. So, The Color Morale, Like Moss, The Flames, and Issues. And Issues, yeah. I, right. think, I think, I think, yeah, I think I would do that for awesome, a tour headlining. Awesome. And then us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so, piggybacking off of that a little bit, if you could meet any, like, one person in a band doesn't have to be metal it doesn't you know 
if you could meet any one person that has just meant a lot to you as far as music goes, who would that be? So, um, I'm probably not going to answer this question correctly just because I've met this person before. Oh, that's fine. You but if I could meet you. this guy again, I would love to and just sit down for an hour with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just pick his brain and talk to him about like what goes through his mind. And it is Garrett Russell from Silent Planet. Okay. This dude yeah. is just literally like just how he carries himself and the, the person that he is as a, as a, um, a vocalist in a band. Mm-hmm. If you guys ever see my style of, you know, my how I carry myself, it's probably going to be similar to his. I'm not saying that I'm copying him, but just he's just such a stand-up guy and he just loves. And that that's the biggest that's my biggest goal is to just show love. And I've had you know they say never meet to never meet your heroes cuz they might treat you the wrong way or you oh, know yeah. they might um well Garrett man, I just he's just I went and saw August Burns Red. Um, was headlining. They were playing their message, Messengers tour, the 10-year Messengers tour. And uh, and Garrett, their uh, Silent Planet was there, and I think Era was there as well. Um, That's awesome. That's a good tour. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was so awesome, dude. It was dope. Yeah. Um, and and Garrett, Garrett was there at the end, and he just – dude, he literally he, – he came off stage, and he stood out with the fans for like two and a half hours just answering questions, looking people dead in the eye, giving people hugs, like mm-hmm. hugging them and embracing them, telling them how much, you know, they meant to him, you know, because that's at the end of the day, that's all it is. Like mm-hmm. I make music for you and you're the listener, you're the consumer. And the thing like, I feel like sometimes musicians and bands, they forget that, mm-hmm. you know, they, they might take it for granted. But yeah, if I had to meet, if I had to meet one person again, it would be, it would be, um, It'd be uh, Garrett Russell from Silent Planet. That's amazing because he's he's such a stand-up dude, and I, I love I love his style. I love how he how he writes, and uh, I love what he writes about his content. And mm-hmm. uh, he's a he's a fellow follower. All right, man. So I have another question for you. We've joked a lot about a tattoo that you have on your chest of a treble clef, and I've joked a lot about how when you get up on stage and maybe you take your shirt off because you know it gets really hot when you're performing on stage I've joked a lot about maybe somebody coming up to you after a show and being like Colby man look and they have like the same tattoo and they're like I'm just like you (laughs) you know we've joked a lot about that but I have a question how do you in the future when you have rabid fans which of course you will how do you react to first of all maybe like the the crazy fan the one that's like you know just (laughs) just going nuts and then how do you react to maybe a, a fan on a more serious note that comes up and says Man, your music saved my life. You know, how do you react to something? Like that? Huh. Well, those are that's kind of hard to answer right now, just because I haven't. I I've had I've had a lot of positive fan interactions so far. Like last yeah. night, uh, for instance, there was this one band they played before us. Uh, their 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 name was Lefty. Okay. It was their first show. And um, the the bassist after our set we got off and the bassist actually was he was sitting on a couch with a bunch of people like a bunch of his friends I think a couple of his bandmates as well and I walked by and he sprung up off the couch and came and gave me a, 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 like a pretty heated high five yeah. <laughs> like brought it in and, and gave me a huge hug and yeah, was like, so Bro, like you killed five. it yeah, yeah like you you absolutely killed it and I, I was so thankful for that comment because. He was the first one like that I saw right when I got off stage, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was it was surreal. It That's was awesome, super man. surreal. So like, those fan interactions are what really warms my heart. Um, as far as like, people maybe overbearing or 
people who are a little too much, I, I haven't really experienced yet. And uh, to answer your question, though, how would I react? Um, I, I think what I would do is just always keep it uh, minimal, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Just just keep it to a minimal and, uh, and, and not give them too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. because you, you people like that you give them an inch they take a mile yeah and you yeah. never know what they're capable of doing you never know what the heck they're gonna what they're thinking so you just have to keep a level head and not yeah <laughs> and, not and, and to be clear to be anything. clear for the listeners you're talking about the person that's like oh my god you're my favorite person yeah ever. just yeah. the person that's just going psycho and like fangirling and, and I mean because we've all seen that person at a show mm-hmm. and they're just like over overwhelming and overbearing mm-hmm. and. The vocalist or the band member, whoever it may be, they just kind of get like it's kind of thrown off, distasteful. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe it's they're just kind of like, oh, go away. Yeah, because it's like you know, in the world of in the, in the world in which we live in, like I mean, you have your celebrities, obviously, like you know, your movie stars and your mm-hmm. your huge, huge, huge musician uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. But like we're also, I mean, if you will, kind of celebrities in people's eyes. I mean, yeah. myself, not yet, but. Yeah, like, like as far as musicians. As go. far yeah. as musicians, mm-hmm. I mean, people people listen to you know this kind of music all the time, and and they and they just look up to the vocalist or the guitarist or whoever it may be. You know, and it's funny you say that because I, I mentioned in the in the last podcast that you know musicians are are just people you know out to out to make a living. So it's important to keep that in mind, and I I want to make it clear for the listeners that you know by you saying that and being honest that you know they they're they throw you off or it's mm-hmm. just like oh really you know kind of give me some space it's mm-hmm. it's not anything of that you don't appreciate fans or that musicians don't appreciate fans it's just right. that you know what if you know if a person randomly came up to to maybe maybe you that's listening and, and was just you know absolutely screaming about something that you did that they were a fan of it would probably throw you off a little bit too and just say you know what man like i really appreciate it but you know i'm not worth any more praise than anyone else making a living because this is what i do i'm I'm glad that you appreciate it well well yeah i mean if i could just state though i mean all all are welcome everybody is welcome and i feel like if i if i was to actually think about that question for a minute i feel like i I was that guy at one point too, though. Oh you know yeah, what I'm saying? I think we all. You were. don't really know how to contain yourself. Yeah. Um, as far as, like when that kind of stuff happens, because when your role model or somebody that you absolutely love or look up to or somebody that you've been following forever uh, is is ten feet before your eyes wow. and you've seen them on TV or you've seen seen them on stage or something, when they're right in front of you in the flesh, you yeah. kind of get overwhelmed and you yeah. and you choke up or you might, you know fire hose them with whatever you know yeah, oh just, my gosh you're like the most incredible human being yeah, on earth like yeah. no one no one actually likes to hear that oh yeah no, you know no, what i'm no, saying no. like I mean, they want you to just treat them as a regular person as you what know what are. it's funny you said that because and even what you said earlier in the in the podcast about never meeting your heroes mm-hmm. i'm so glad that i've had multiple instances where i have met people mm-hmm. where i've kind of messed up on that where i've you know maybe said too much or fangirled a little bit too yeah. hard because meeting andy hold yeah, you just met, far, you just saw that show in um, uh, Manchester Orchestra, right? Yeah, and uh-huh. what was it, T- uh, Tennessee? Yeah, it was in Tennessee. Yeah. It was in Nashville, but but meeting Andy Hull is by far, and meeting the entire band. I don't want to disrespect the the rest of the band. Th- that band is extremely important to me, and they 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 are my favorite band. But you know, especially meeting Andy Hull, you know, the guy that writes all the songs, the mm-hmm. guy that's written all these songs and solo projects that just have meant so much to me in my personal life. It was. I'm so thankful 
that I had finally reached a point, you know, at this point in my life where I don't fangirl. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if if I had met him and fangirled, I would have regretted it <laughs> so much. You yeah, know, it's exactly. Just, what did exactly. I do? You know, and just been so yeah. bummed. Fun fact: I, I actually just went to Barista Alley the other day oh, wow. to see my buddies, and uh, there's a kid there. His name is Graham. Okay. 18 year old kid started a band they're called Estuary so if you guys want to check them out on Spotify go ahead um, but how do you spell that? Estuary uh, I don't even <laughs> E-S-T-U-A-R-I-E okay um, you killed that <laughs> I think <laughs> I think you killed that I think that's what it is if you care enough you'll find it yeah but anyways I, I asked him what, I mean it, the, the, the music is very mellow Okay. okay so it's it's not quite in the Empire style. Well, so what I, I asked him, I said, "Dude, what's your what's your biggest influence?" And he said, "Probably Manchester Inf- or Manchester Orchestra." Hey, I'm I was gonna like, have "What? To check you like them?" Yeah. And he goes, "Like, yeah, yeah." We he's like, "That's definitely my favorite band by far." Yeah, and so right, I mean, immediately when he said that, I was like, "Dude, <laughs> one of my good friends is like their biggest fan ever." Oh yeah. And I told him about told him about you going to the uh, the show in Tennessee not too long ago. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess that that band is definitely blown up, man. Yeah, you know what? It's crazy, and I don't want to get too off topic, but they're in a completely independent band. Like the the record label that they're on is run by Andy Hull. It's oh, called, really? it's they're called not Favorite. Even yeah, wow. they're not, well, they're signed, but um, it's to Andy Hull. It's to the lead singer's you know record label. So oh, does gosh. that really count? You know, they were the number two vinyl sales, including everything. You know, mainstream artists uh, and everything. Right. Last week, Holy they were God. number seven on Billboard. Number five on alternative, something like that. Hmm. It's 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 crazy, but you know what? It just goes to show that if you make good music, people are going to notice. Right. Like, and if it's you put enough yep. attention into your craft, value. people are going to notice. Provide value. That's mm-hmm. all it comes down to. Yeah. So you know, I I really really think that that your band in the Empire is, is going to take off because you've even you've even told me that you know they have an energy and a drive. Yeah. Thanks um, so much, man. Behind their, their music. Yeah. No problem. You know, it's it's one of those things that's just, it's easy to call. And, and you even told me at one point that that's what eventually drew you to join the band was their drive that they had behind behind what they were doing. Even, right. not just in the music, but even in just like, okay, let's play shows, let's organize tours, let's put out an album. You know, they had a drive there. So right. I, really, I really think and hope that that pays off for you guys yeah, for sure. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that, Lucas. Yeah. All right. So let's um, let's transition a little bit and let's talk about August Burns Red for a second. Okay. Right? So we've, we've talked about a lot how they have a super sol- solid catalog, mm-hmm. but they just released a new song and I cannot remember the name of it. <laughs> for the life of me right now. Yeah, if you want to look that up for a sec. But they just released a new song. They're about to drop an album in October. Is it really October? Yeah, it's supposed to be in October. It, it amazes me how quickly they put yeah, out they, quality yeah. music. Like, I remember when they announced it. It's called Invisible Enemy. There it is. Invisible Enemy. And music I think, video is so cool, by the way. Check out that music video. Yeah, they announced the album. And I was like, man, that's awesome. But I don't feel like I've been able to sit with the last album very long you know what I, I mean know. but in yeah. reality it's been two years but still and back to my question what did you think of the new single the new single um, yeah what did you think so, of the song man? so the single ending? honestly it's always it's always difficult so the, the I heard the single by by video on YouTube oh yeah and what I I'm so visual man that a lot of times I get lost in the video so like if there's a music video I'll get lost in the music video, mm-hmm. and I and I'll forget about the music. And so yeah. what what happened when I when I first heard the uh, the music, 
and I was watching the music video, <laughs> I just watched the music video because, especially because mm-hmm. this music video in particular is so captivating. It's just a okay. bunch of puppets. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. Is <laughs> what just, exactly is it? They're just a bunch of puppets, and they're playing the instruments. And uh, the the video actually is it's teasing uh, old videos. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, there, I, I think it was Meddler. Their song Meddler that yeah. they took a video. It was teasing that. Like it just goes back, and you, and you really have to pay attention. But uh, my brain was just so captivated by the actual video itself, mm-hmm. and I didn't really uh, listen to the music so much. And then I went back to the music and I listened to it, and it's definitely if I had to if I had to explain or if I had to pick one word to explain this this song, I would say ballad. Yeah, it's very it's very ballad uh, oriented to to me at least. It's very headbang worthy. It's very it's it's very easy on the ears. As opposed to some well, of the other stuff. Well, as far as metal goes, right, right. Let's, let's throw a disclaimer yeah. on it. If, like, if, you, if you're like, oh, Grandma, this is easy on the ears, yeah, check this yeah, out. No, definitely. She might have a stroke. Yeah, I mean, you might be, need yeah. to give her some earmuffs or something. Yeah. But um, no, as far as as far as metal, obviously, yeah. yeah, it's easy on the ears. It's very it's very easily digestible. Yeah. So I definitely like it. I approve. Uh, August Burns Red has always they never cease to amaze me. They're right. they're incredible. I mean, they've been doing it for what almost twenty years or something like that. And, uh, I don't just, know if it's been quite that long, but it's been a long years, time. Yeah, it is, probably yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's been it's been a while, uh-huh. and uh, they're just incredible. I think the first time I ever saw them was back in two thousand eight, maybe yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah. I think you saw them early on then, because I believe Thrill Seeker, which was the album without Jake Lure, is their oh, it was oh six, wasn't it? Career. Yeah, I think it may have been oh five, but you may 05. be right. It may be oh six. Yeah, so I must have seen them back in two thousand six or seven. Yeah, um, was it? Around the time that Messengers came out, yes. Okay, yeah. So yes. probably 06. And this was when Jake actually had hair, and it was oh wow, it was blonde hair. See, Jake had this blonde, I, yeah. like short blonde hair that he had. He had it in a mohawk. And, so, and this was uh, August Friends are the first time I saw them. They all got into a group and they prayed on stage, which was really cool. They like turned their backs and they prayed on stage stage before their set, which was cool. So yeah, I forgot awesome. who they were with though. Yeah. You know what? That's just so cool. I wish I could have seen that because I, I know Jake Lures and a lot of the members of ABR are uh, unapologetic Christians, but it's just so cool to – it would have been so cool to see them, you know, go and pray on stage. That would yeah, have just pumped sure. me up beyond belief. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. You know what's funny? Uh, last podcast, Alex kept talking about how, like, oh, Lucas is music buff and A, B, and C, and he uh-huh. knows this stuff. Do you remember the girl that we met at the ABR show and that we went to go see their 10-year – Messengers tour. Yes, I do remember her. The girl that stood next to you. Yeah, her name was uh, Maddie, right? So I, I texted her and I was like, "What do you What do you think of the new single?" And and she responded, "She's like, oh my gosh, I love that song." And this blew my mind. She was like, "I actually wrote a 19-page paper for my class analyzing just that song," and I just like 19 freaking pages. 19 pages. How do you analyze a song for 19 pages? I don't know. Maybe you go like, maybe it's like like five pages each for each part. I have no idea. But I I remember just feeling like my ego as far as, oh, I know lots about music. I'm a pretentious snob. All of a sudden I was like, I know nothing. (laughs) Yeah, well, that that girl was like super hardcore August French Red because didn't she have dinner? With, uh, oh yeah, she um, she had, she might listen Jake. to this podcast actually. Yeah, shout out to Maddie if you're listening to this podcast. But yeah, she interns, not interns. I'm sorry, she volunteers for Heart Support. That's Jake Lure's organization to help kids with depression and that struggle with self harm. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah, she has actually had dinner with Jake Lewis because I, I think maybe she donated to Heart Support. I may be wrong, but yeah, she did something for the organization and got to have dinner with Jake and has met the band several times. So that's yeah, J- pretty awesome. Jake's Jake's such a cool dude. He's so humble and he's a very energetic guy, very funny, yeah. uh, cool dude. Yeah. Uh, I met him a couple times, and where our band is actually fortunate enough to kind of kind of call him a, a band mentor see that's amazing just yeah. and i don't mean to, to throw him under the bus if you want to edit it, this out we can but it's just amazing to know that i have a friend that has jakeler's phone number in his phone like that <laughs> blows my mind a little bit dude i'm like what <laughs> yeah what? it's, it's, it's like having, it's like having like batman's phone number it's like the metal batman's phone number in your phone dude. just like yeah i'm gonna give yeah, him a call J- jl has his yeah he has his number that's awesome that's crazy man. That's, that's super, super cool crazy. but yeah he, he um he's kind of uh, I don't think I can get into detail as far as how. Yeah, don't do anything that's gonna like get you in trouble with the band yeah, or anything. I, I yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I can't go into detail as far as how um how we have those connections. Yeah, at least not yet. Yeah, until some announcements are made and yeah, we have we'll, a lot we'll of stuff that's coming out. Again. We'll have for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe by then I'll be able to just be like open about it. And Absolutely. I'll be able to tell you guys. Maybe but. next time Jake will be sitting beside us. Yeah, that would be Bro. sweet. That'd be sweet. You Jake, if you're listening, please please come and sit. Oh, man, that would be awesome. Let us enter. I don't know. That might be one of those situations where, like, I just, like, turn on the mic and I'm like... What do I, I, I even I say? Even know, yeah. I, don't, I mean, would I you can't just, talk. Please, you know, because I, I can't obviously talk. can't. You know, I struggle enough yeah. as it is. What do you think it is that gives bands longevity in the music industry? As far as longevity, I think, I think that bands like August Burns Red... And uh, and and uh, and issues, all those kind of bands. They they kind of they're kind of the pioneers, and like Attila, you know, they're kind of the pioneers of their of their uh, their genre. You know, August Burns Red. They are, are extremely technical. You have Matt Griner on the drums, extremely technical style, not very generic at all. You know, there's so many bands that come out every single day that just kind of like fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's because it's because they either didn't bring anything to the table or the competition just beat them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that bands that are going to last are you know like the August Burns Reds and the the Attilas and the the Issues and stuff like that are the bands that do the different things in their in their music. And what I mean by that is like look at Issues. Issues incorporates R and B. You know, uh, rap style, all that kind of stuff, in in metal. So there's mm-hmm. breakdowns, but then there's also super like poppy choruses, mm-hmm. and then there's like freestyle rapping part. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like all yeah. that they, they, they incorporate all, the all different, different genres into their music, and that's what it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. It may be, and it may not be easy. It may not oh. be the, the the number one go to as an artist, but like if you can if you can adapt to the learning curve yeah. and you can master that craft. I mean, issues is in. I think they're in like Japan right now. You know what, man? I really think you hit the nail on the head when you said they brought their own thing to the table. So bands that contribute to the genre, whether that be rock, metal, metalcore, any genre of you know subgenre of metal, anything that it is, if you contribute something that helps the genre and music as a whole grow, mm-hmm. I think that's what gives bands longevity in the music industry. Exactly. And I really, really hope, man, and I, I really think that in the Empire and, and your music career, I think that you guys will really take off just because I, I've heard your music and I think I think it has a lot to offer. You well, know? thanks, man. I appreciate that, Lucas. Absolutely. So to wrap it up, how can our listeners find you on social media? How can we find your band? How can we find you? All right. So 
I am I am on Instagram as I am Colby Kerrigan, and it's I am K O L B Y C A R I G N A N, and then you can find me on Facebook through uh, just Colby Kerrigan K O L B Y C A R I G N A N. Once again, and those are pretty much the only two uh, platforms that I am actively on. I'm really not even on Facebook that much. It's just Instagram that I really hit hard with. So if you guys just want to come say hi on that, then uh, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, and uh, Maverick seems to be saying that he's on your social media quite often as well. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He's definitely in a bunch of pictures. And if you guys want to see some fun um, Instagram story videos, then... Come check those out as well. And uh, also, to, to plug my band, it's it's just going to be end underscore the underscore empire. All right, man. Well, this is good music with good people, and I've had a great time with this great person. Thanks so much, buddy. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. We uh, out. Have a good night, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to check out next week's episode as we continue to bring you new episodes every Monday. Be sure to check out the Spotify playlist I'm going to throw down there somewhere. It's going to include some of the bands that we talked about today. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Good Music with Good People. And remember, no matter what happens in life, always surround yourself with good music and good people.